Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and I am so grateful to have you connected on today. Make no mistake about it. I am incredibly elated to have you with us today. And if you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for being a part. This is the platform we attempt to share strategy to help release the leader inside of you to the next level. All of us have leadership in us, just needs to be pushed out. And our goal is to encourage you to keep pushing until all of what God has for your life manifests. I want to thank all of you so much for sharing this podcast. Our goal is to reach a million people or more. You're helping us to trend in that direction. So make sure you share it with someone. If it's being a blessing to you, find 10 people, share it with them. Let them know this is a free podcast, something that can empower your life and strengthen you. So it doesn't matter what sector, uh, vocation you're in, this is a podcast that generally is going to help you get to the next level. Of course, you can always stay connected to me, Joseph Walker 3, on Instagram. We meet a lot. We can stay connected. I truly enjoy that. And I want to make certain that you are connecting with me there, Joseph Walker, the number three. So let's do it. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect with you. So follow me on Instagram. We appreciate you so much. Today, I want to get right into this topic. It's going to be interesting because this topic came to pass because I know how life can go through various trends, up and down, moments where we feel like we need fuel, we're not motivated, what's going on. A lot can be attributed to that. But one thing is certain, as a next level leader, the blows you take, the pressure you're under, requires that you maintain momentum. (sighs) Let that sink in. How do you maintain momentum? Many of you right now who are listening are saying, wow, this is what I need now because I find myself going through these lows, these slumps, and I have to think about my life like an airplane that is under constant thrust, keeps that plane moving forward is the thrust. You have to ask yourself, how do I know when I'm in a place of momentum is being threatened? Well, I want to give you some principles. And the first is that you have to recognize the signs of a downward trend. When your organization, your business is beginning to trend down, there are reasons why. Now, I've seen people in denial about that and we make excuses Oh, it's just because of this, or people are just busy, or this. No, let's be honest, and let's have a real conversation. If you're not meeting the numbers you're used to meet, you're not getting the measurables, the same end result that you set out to get, something's going awry. Yes, it could be a result of a variety of legitimate reasons, but you have to ask yourself, what have I done to contribute to this downward spiral? What have I done in my organization to contribute to this thing not continuing to excel at the level of which I intended. That's a certain trajectory you had in mind. Then you see these slumps. Now, it could be the market. Absolutely. It could be a global pandemic. Absolutely. It could be, 
you know, or shift in interest. But you have to begin to ask yourself, is it due to the fact that the energy you want to put into it has waned? You see, what happens is that oftentimes our level of energy, our level of focus can be one of the things that threatens our momentum. We get distracted with other projects. We lose sight of what it means to be zoned in with intentionality around this thing. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves not maintaining the level of momentum that we need. I want you to understand something. I've learned this some time ago. You cannot expect what you do not inspect. So you've got to put all your energy and your focus on making certain that every day you wake up, you are spending some time on that vision, on that organization, in order for it to maintain its momentum. You cannot just leave it to chance. You have to be clear. So you recognize the signs. Be honest. Look at, are my numbers going down? Is my money going down? You know, is my engagement, my clients, are they not picking up? When I understand that, it causes me to reevaluate my priorities. That's number two. Now, realigning myself back to the thing that matters is starting to say, what, what has gotten in the way? What things have gotten in the way that I can no longer focus my attention on this thing? My business, my education, my ministry, my family, what things have become more important that I'm not zoned in on that? So reevaluating your priorities means you're going to have to make some tough decisions. You're going to have to release some things out of your life. You're going to have to say no to some committees, some boards, some meetings. You're going to have to really be all hands on deck. Reevaluating that has a lot to also to do with how you begin to build your team, reevaluating the infrastructure of your organization, looking at the competencies of the people who are around you. Can you trust these people to take you to the next level? Because if you just have people that are just continuing to do the same thing over and over again, your organization is trending downward, then you're going to continue to have this issue. That's why you have to reset expectations. On the one side of that coin, it's helping your organization, your team, your staff, understand that we're, we're raising the level of expectation here. You know, it's not business as usual. I believe that there are some of you listening now who, who, who know this is a space where you're in. You have to go in and talk to your team and say, listen, there were times we were slacking here. We didn't hold you accountable here, but we're resetting expectations because we cannot afford to trend downward. Resetting expectations, having greater evaluation processes, greater measurables. We're resetting expectations, focusing on the vision, working on a collaborative model, working together. Nobody's blaming nobody else. We're just resetting expectations around the culture and the climate of our organization and resetting expectations as to what people demand from you. Sometimes momentum can shift. And too much is put on one leader. As a next level leader, you cannot lead in silo, solo or silo. You cannot do it. You've got to have people holding up your arms. You know, it's like in the Bible, that's Moses and Ur, right? They are armor bearers. And when they hold up Moses' arms, Israel prevailed. When they did not, they did not prevail. What you need in your life are armor bearers, not pole bearers. <laughs> not people that are taking you to your grave. People who are holding you up, the organization might win. You know, there's a certain mentality. I talked about this uh, last time about a winning mentality. But one of the things I set out to do, people ask me all the time, what is my greatest fear? And it is this, and I'll be perfectly candid with you. It is refusing to be a once was. See, when you maintain momentum, you refuse to be irrelevant. 
you refuse <laughs> to be a person that people look at and say, boy, I remember when that used to be the church, that used to be the business, that used to be this or that. I don't want to ever be that person. I want to always be a person that has my finger on the pulse of culture, have my finger on the pulse of what God is doing. I want to always make certain that I'm never referred to in the past tense, but I'm a part of the conversation. I'm a part of the narrative. I'm at the table. Because if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Ladies and gentlemen, you have got to refuse to be a once was. How many businesses do you pass? You say, boy, that used to be the spot to eat. You know, how many stores do you pass? Say, boy, I used to shop there. You don't want people to look at your organization, look at your business and say, Oh, I used to. I used to. No, I still am. There's some that continue to thrive. What makes McDonald's continue to thrive? What makes Chick-fil-A continue to thrive? Generational thriving is what I'm after here. What makes organizations continue to thrive from generation to generation? It's a refusal to be a once was. And a part of that at the very foundational level is the next principle, your willingness to remain innovative. How do I push the envelope? How do I learn best practices? How do I remain innovative, creative in what I'm doing? And not just sitting back, you know, just accepting things as they were. If you go, you know, to Rochester, New York, you see this big building that used to be Kodak. Kodak, remember that? Kodak, <laughs> it's a camera place. Because of their inability to remain innovative, move in the digital space, Kodak no longer is there. You have to begin to ask yourself, what is my willingness to be innovative? I've learned this in ministry and I've tried to challenge other leaders and I've seen this disconnect. A lot of people fear innovation because we often reset ourselves back to what we're comfortable with. We fear technology, we fear newness, but let me tell you something. If you're going to be a next level leader and maintain momentum, it means you've got to learn how to try things you've never tried before. You've got to bring together some of the greatest minds around the table Keep your organization innovative, cutting edge. And one of the things I've learned is sometimes you're introducing things that people have never experienced before. But that's what innovative leaders do. You don't introduce things for there's always a paradigm. Sometimes you've got to be willing to step out and try things that nobody has ever tried before. And you realize that you're on the cutting edge. Before the global pandemic, our church in Nashville, Tennessee, the Mount Zion Baptist Church, entered into the virtual space. Seven years before the pandemic, exactly seven years. Before the global pandemic that hit us in 2020, seven years, I want you to process this, 2013, we began MountZionAnywhere.org, a virtual campus. <laughs> it was something new to stream our services, to make it available for people who worked third shift, people that were traveling, developed an app. And put that in people's hands so that it created another way in which people could engage our ministry when they could not be present in the physical location. To a lot of people, that was seen as radical, a threat to the physical location, a threat to the way people would do church, you're going to lose community. We took a lot of hits for it. People aren't going to come to church anymore. They're going to get too comfortable in the virtual space. Fast forward, seven years later, a global pandemic hits. All churches, businesses are forced to pivot. How do you engage your consumer? How do you engage your membership in a virtual space? Some were unable to move swiftly enough to be innovative enough to create a platform whereby the quality of ministry would go forth in the virtual space that would maintain momentum or maintain viewership. We had already 
been in that space. So it was a natural, organic shift to go completely virtual because our folks were absolutely used to it. See, sometimes you got to be willing to step out before others. You got to be willing to step out even when there is no paradigm and say, this is what we're called to do. Some of you have great visions and things and you're like, wow, nobody's ever stepped in this space before, but that's okay. That's what great leaders do. And a part of that is building a team that can keep pace. You got to build a team around you. You got to surround yourself with some of the brightest minds, some of the most innovative thinkers, people who really have your cadence and competencies. I mean, this is what's important. You will never, ever, ever maintain momentum if you don't have the right people around you that can keep pace. I fly a lot and I'm always getting sermons. I'm always getting messages when I fly. I remember going into a particular airport, won't mention the name, but I remember landing in the city and I remember the flight was early and I was so excited because it was a flight where my window was short to get to a meeting. I said, oh, this is great. We got in early. That means I won't, I'll make it to the meeting early, not just on time. And we got to the gate and there was no gate agent. I want you to pay attention to this. The pilot out of frustration, said, ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived early and we're trying to reach the gate agent to get to our gate. I heard the flight attendants mumbled. I don't think they expected us to get in early. And it hit me. Here's a flight that arrived early to create an opportunity for passengers to get to their meetings, to be able to do what they have to do. And yet, because of a team of people around that plane, gate agents, et cetera, were not prepared to receive us. What started out being a flight that was early, we ended up departing the plane late. (sighs) You can have all the systems, all the infrastructure, you can have everything you need. But if you don't have the people that can keep up, the people that are where they need to be, when they need to be there, you end up in situations stuck at the gate. It's more frustrating to be at the gate and can't get off the plane than to be in the air circling. You see, this is why you've got to have the right people, man, who keep up. Because when you're trying to maintain momentum, you've got to keep sharpening your team, training your team, building your team. Look at your team now. Do an evaluation of them. Begin to ask questions. Do you understand where we're going? Do you understand why we need to be here and do it this way? I single-handedly walk my team through these things. People that are close to me, I'm like, look, Here's what I want you to understand. I don't assume you grab it. I don't assume you get it. I want to make certain I impart this into your life. That takes a great deal of intentionality. But the final thing I want to share with you today in maintaining momentum is remembering that prayer is your fuel. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear me well. You will never maintain momentum if you allow this stuff to wear you down, to drain you, and you don't have a spiritual reserve to build yourself back up. I have learned through the power of prayer is that God gives me the capacity and the strength that I otherwise would not have in my natural self. As a next level leader, you're not just operating in your natural strength. You're operating in a spiritual strength. You're going to have to spend some time and center yourself and pray. Don't get so busy just moving around that you don't pray. If you're too busy to pray, you're too busy. 
you're too busy not to pray. You get it? So ask yourself, how often throughout the day do I just pause and talk to God and say, God, give me the strength, give me the wisdom, give me the direction that I need. I'm weak. I'm out of it. You can drink all the five-hour energy drinks you want. (laughs) But prayer is the fuel for your momentum. I'm telling you, when you go to God, come to me, he says, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He is the one that will give you that second win. But I want to suggest to you today, you pause and say, Lord, come into my space, to my heart. I need your strength, not my strength, but yours. Reignite my passion. Allow me the strength to be able to go into this meeting, to navigate this space. Lord, I need your strength. He'll do just that. (sighs) Maintaining momentum is key. You can't just be up and down and down and up. Key to your success, the key to you thriving is consistency and momentum. I pray this podcast has put that in perspective for you. I pray that something you've heard today, as I've laid out these principles in your life, and let's review them because I think it's important. Spend a little time recognizing the signs of a downward trend. Be honest about where you are. Reevaluating your priorities. Where's my energy going? Resetting expectations with my team and the folks around me and refusing to be a once was. Remaining innovative, no matter what the circumstances, I want to always be at the table, a part of the conversation, surrounding myself with people that are doing it, even when there is no paradigm, and building a team that can keep pace so I'm not stuck at the gate, but that I've got folks that are keeping up with me. You don't want to hurry up to be late. And then remembering, prayer is your fuel. I hope this has blessed you. I really pray that this one has spoken to you in a way that gets you up off your laurels and says, let's go. Thank you for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. And I want you to connect with me on social media, Instagram at Joseph Walker, the number three. Can you do that? I would love to know who you are. I want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. Each one share with 10 people. We're trying to reach over a million people worldwide. and You're helping us to trend in that direction. So I want to thank you in advance. Let's do this. It's going to be a great, great season for you. This is the moment of momentum. This is the moment to accomplish what God set you on the planet to accomplish. I want to thank you so much for being connected today. I don't take it for granted. I want to encourage you to get my book and many of my books. But this book, Leadership and Loneliness, it will really transform your life. Get it on Amazon. I promise you, it will bless you in a very profound way. Thank you for being a part of Next Level Leader. And until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.